Welcome to today's devotional for today, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day and happy Ash Wednesday. I hope you have the time today to sit with God, to really feel God's love for you, and that you might find ways to share that love with others. Our scripture reading for today is from the Gospel according to Luke in the 18th chapter, beginning at the 9th verse. Hear now the word of the Lord. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. This familiar parable has much to tell us about prayer. It has much to say about the danger of comparison. But the lesson that stayed with me as I prepared to be here with you is that of humility. St. Augustine famously called humility the foundation of all other virtues. In our reading, while the Pharisee reflects with pride on his own accomplishments, his virtue and the vigor of his faith, meanwhile the tax collector would not even look up to heaven, and he beats his breast and he prays a derivation of what has come to be known as the Jesus prayer, God be merciful to me, a sinner. The way I learned this prayer, which comes to us from the Eastern Orthodox tradition, is, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It's considered an excellent tool for one who seeks to be constantly in prayer, to pray without ceasing, as St. Paul urges us in his first letter to the Thessalonians. This prayer has been embraced by many in the Western Church, and many find it to be a helpful way to stay rooted in humility. And it is against cultural expectations of the time that the tax collector, the humble tax collector, it's him who is exalted. And as people who are dedicated to our faith, it can make us uncomfortable that all we do in service to God and the law doesn't matter as much as vulnerability and humility. It's hard to stay humble. It's not fun taking an honest look at ourselves But it's through such honest, humble self-reflection that we are drawn into closer relationship with God. For as much as we are loved by God, for all the extravagance of God's forgiveness, it's important, really important that we never forget how desperately we need God's love and mercy. We are, all of us, kind of a mess. And when we aren't willing to admit we're a mess... We seem to get very busy trying to convince ourselves that we aren't a mess. 
Comparing ourselves to others, as the Pharisee does, is a great tool to bolster us up, to support us in the lie that we are winning, that we are all good. Focusing on our successes, measuring our life against rules and societal benchmarks can also be a great tool to avoid dealing with the fact, the unavoidable fact that we are all, in fact, sinners. I spent my 20s dedicating a lot of my time to self-improvement, to self-actualization, and this primarily took the form of a couple of concepts. First, the concept that if we love ourselves enough and are gentle enough with ourselves, we will arrive at a place where we recognize we are perfect just as we are. There is nothing wrong with us. It's just the world that is telling us there is. Or the second concept that if we focus and work hard enough, we can reach a state of perfection. Just hustle enough and you'll no longer be impatient or unkind or self-centered. And I found myself just exhausted and empty from my time in these pursuits because the truth is there is sin. The truth is sin is in me and I can't get rid of it on my own. And without really confessing that sin, really offering that brokenness to God, there's just no peace. To receive the love and mercy of God, we must first acknowledge that we need it. So it's very important to humble ourselves. Humility gives us a number of gifts. Without, with humility, there is the opportunity for us to learn, to learn from our mistakes and to learn from one another. Plato once wrote, He's the wisest man who knows himself to be unqualified for the attainment of wisdom. Some of the wisest people are the ones who are willing to say, I don't know, or I have a lot to learn, or I don't really know enough about that to have a strong opinion, or, and I like this one best, what do you think? Epictetus, the Stoic philosopher, cautioned against intellectual hubris when he said, it's impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. The wisest people are always learning and aware that there's a lot they don't know. I think I didn't get that until I was like 40 years old. So much of our younger years are spent building ourselves up and hustling and trying to find our place in the world, our footing. And I think we reach an age when we realize there's really so little we know. I heard a great podcast a few weeks ago with Kelly Corgan, and she shared the stages of curiosity, curiosity which has such an interesting relationship with humility. She learned these things from her guest, Natalie Nixon. The first level is saying, could I be wrong about this? But the second level, level two, you say, in what ways am I wrong about this? Can you imagine what we would be like, our relationships, our national dialogue, if we could all move to that second level? So humility makes us learners. It opens us up to new ideas. And humility also opens us up to one another, to vulnerable, authentic relationships. But most importantly, as we learn in our scripture today, humility leads us to, opens us up to, places us in the proper posture to commune with God. It's been said that the gates to heaven are low, so you can only enter on your knees. Humility is a crucial part of prayer. People 
apparently complained about how much Abraham Lincoln prayed. And he said to them, I would be the greatest fool on earth if I thought I could carry the burdens which are laid upon one for one day without the help of one who is greater than and wiser than I. As we head out into this day, into every day, may we begin it rooted in humble faith that prays, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, help us to be vulnerable enough to humbly repent. Aid us in our efforts to see ourselves honestly and to open ourselves up to new ideas, to deeper relationships. Grant us courage that we would humbly come before you, that we might more wholly receive your healing love and your transformational grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.